it's not because you're doing a live that it stopped at the live, right? So you can create a conversation after the live. And first of all, it's content. So, and it's evergreen content. Welcome to Honest Ecommerce, a podcast dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer, and I believe running a direct-to-consumer brand does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. On this podcast, we interview founders and experts who are putting in the work and creating real results. I also share my own insights from running our top Shopify consultancy, Electric Eye. We cut the fluff in favor of facts to help you grow your e-commerce business. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Honest E-Commerce. Today, I'm welcoming the show Nicholas. Nicholas is the co-founder of Extremely, a live stream and video shopping SaaS platform. Welcome to the show. Hey, how, how are you? So excited to be here. I'm doing fantastic. Um, so you guys got some crazy claims on your website, right? We're talking about conversion rates in the double digits. So you got me excited. If I am a brand out there, talk to me about how, you know, how I can get these, you know, 10, 12, 20% conversion rates. Yeah, well, you know, first of all, we have to realize and recognize that 80% of the, the commerce today, I mean, of the co- internet consumption is video. And, and really, there's really no good way to, to convert from a video to uh, an action of buying a product, right? There's a, it's very convoluted. And so how do you make that happen? And so what Extremely does is we have a buy button and a cart and a payment process right there on that video. So removing that friction is that's what the promise is about. And so when you think about this, uh, we, we already know that, you know, a message or it's much more likely to be retained by a consumer and a shopper when it's through a video. And so people want to act on a video. There's really this, this FOMO attitude about, Hey, there's a deal, something going on. You want to check it out. And so what we see is that the conversion rate is really much higher. Um, in the US, at least from what we've seen, you know, in average, we are around 18% conversion rate. We had some 60, I was at 16 to 18% conversion rate on the live stream. On a regular video, so something that is, you know, an evergreen video or something like that, the, the conversion rate is much lower. You're probably closer to eight, nine percent. Now, what's very interesting is that, uh, this number sounds very big, but when you look at what's going on in China, we're talking about conversion rate in the 50% range. So it's, it's a much, you know, you can see that there's really a, a lot of uh, rooms to grow. Uh, on that perspective. Yeah. Uh, live shopping uh, in China is uh, an insane part of their culture. And it's interesting to see um, how it is working in America. I, I've seen uh, I've seen it work in some instances. And sometimes it, you know, it, it just isn't catching on just because of different kind of cultural uh, things like that. Um, but I think that uh, for the average merchant, if you can find a system and a process to make it work for your business, I think it's a pretty viable uh, channel and sales solution. Yeah. I mean, th- th- think about this, right? When you have a physical store, you you get this kind of conversion rate anyway, right? So uh, if you have a physical store, like if you like the, the, if like a department store, they have 50% conversion rate. I mean, that's not my data, right? It's the data out there. Like a, a uh, if you're in the closing industry, it's closer to 18%. Specialty good is closer to 30%. So Really, when you have a, a, a virtual store, which is like a live stream, you no, no more, no less than have the same kind of ability, right? People come to tune into you. They come to learn about your product. They get excited about your brand. 
They get to ask the questions that are very relevant to them and then they buy. If you make it simple for them and you get, you don't have to work up and go on, on I'm on my sofa and I need to, uh, to go on my drawer to get my credit card and you can actually have that credit card right there. They make the purchase. So that's really, I think, uh, what's very exciting. The other thing that I want to mention uh, to the audience, and I'm pretty sure some of, of that audience already know, is that not only you get better conversion rate, you also get lower return. Uh, we see that in general, you, you have 40% less return because people had the chance to ask the questions that are relevant to them, right? Now, we have to say that it's not the magic thing, right? It's not you, you go live and all of a sudden you, you're a millionaire. Uh, that, that's, it's the, the conversion rate is good on, when it's on your website. Um, and, and not so much on social. So it's really when it's on your website. And also because you kind of have, uh, inform your audience that something was going on your website. So if you, if you just go live to the stake of going live, no one is aware of it. Yeah. You, you're probably going to get 18 or 40% of conversion rate if you only have two people and one buy, you know, but you, you need to, to get the eyeballs too, you know, to, to really get to some, some, some really good place. Absolutely. Nicholas. So that was, that was my next question that you kind of just got to a little bit before I did is you're setting up an integration like eStreamly. Basically, you're, you're just, you're, if within your business, you figure out a live stream solution that works for you, right? Um, and then you get this set up and it isn't just going live willy-nilly. It is... There's some work before that, which is kind of that strategy and system I was alluding to is just having this tool isn't going to do much for you really like you need to then have the process in place to basically create events around it is that just the simplest way to to speak to yeah i i, I love how you present i think i think any brands any retailers that are listening to to us and are thinking live streaming i think you have to ask yourself the the very important question of like what do you want to do with your live stream right is it do you want to go where the audience is or do you actually want to create a community and then grow that community and make that community engaging with you. And then, you know, having shopper and owning that uh, first party data on your site. Because depending on that mindset, and if you're thinking campaign versus like growing a community, you have different solutions. If you're thinking campaign or anything, then my recommendation to go is go to Amazon, go to uh, what's not, go to those places where they already have built in, you know, built in audience. You go there, you show up, you sell, you move on. That's one way. I think where we extremely is, is more about like, I want to create a community. I want to engage with my shopper. I want to engage with new shoppers and new way of, of selling. And I want to do that on my site, leveraging social media as a way to access new audience. And so when you think about that way, um, there's a couple of things you need to think about. You need, first of all, the, the shopper needs to be aware that something is happening on your site and all on social. So uh, either you work with uh, a celebrity or like a big influencer and then when they go live, you know, all their followers will receive the notification that they're going live. This works, but, you know, it's, it's kind of, um, it's a one-off. First of all, it's very expensive to have some of those creators on staff or, or like doing this, this event. So it can be really expensive. And so you can question the ROI at the end. So it's, it's not always recommended because the reality is the first couple lives are not really performing very well. It's only after five, six, seven lives that you really start to see the, the sales. And so the second is like, okay, I'm going to do on my website. I'm going to get uh, maybe a lower kit, uh, a lower, a lower influencer, uh, not so much a KOL. And, but you need to compensate with marketing. And so you need to, uh, the best strategy is email marketing. That's, that's what we see the number one so far, what people are doing, like two or three emails before to advertise for the event, creating a, a shorter video, like a, maybe a one minute or 30 second, um, kind of teaser about what's going on, why they should be tuning in, having direct promotion going on, 
uh, all, all like a, a right thing that's going to tune in your consumer. Because at the end of the day, this is an event, right? This is, this is something that I need to be excited about. If I just know that, Hey, uh, Chase is going to be live and, you know, I, I am following Chase, but I, he's doing also live anyway. Well, that's maybe not compelling enough. Now, if I know that Chase is going to be live, and by the way, the CEO of um, uh, that wonderful brand that I'm also a customer of is going to go live together. They're going to have a chat. Maybe I want to tune in. Or maybe if I know that Chase is going to present this product, and by the way, uh, there are going to be a drop of uh, this this other new product that's coming up, that, that excites me. So you want to create a, co a compelling offer doesn't have to be monetary offer. Like you don't have to be like a cheap discount, but you have to make something that make me want to comment. You know, do you want to drop an NFT or something? You know, you can go crazy with whatever you want with that, but you want to make it compelling on the product side. And then, um, you know, advertise for it. You can do run ads, email campaign. What's very, <clears throat> what we're seeing going very uh, interestingly is XMS and very few people are using SMS, but you can, when you think that an SMS, you send a link, the people can click on that link, get on that video, see the video, shop from the video, you, you can't get a more seamless than that. Uh, and so SMS is a really, really powerful tool that I encourage all my clients to do. Unfortunately, we don't see yet broad adoption, but I think that that is yet to come. And I think SMS is going to be a big, big one too. Absolutely. So um, there's a lot of... I mean, you're just telling people how to, how to make money right now. You're holding nothing back and I really appreciate it. Um, one thing that you said there is don't expect your first one to be a success and you're just setting expectations of you're going to goof through the first couple of live streams. You got to get your sea legs. And I agree completely. Go back and listen to the first couple episodes of this podcast. I didn't know what I was doing. I think I can do a little better now, right? Just, yeah. you're going to have to, you're going to start to figure it out and you have to get comfortable with it. And it's going to be something that you're going to need to do continuously within your business. And it's not necessarily just a one and done kind of ordeal. Um, I think with any marketing activity if you just do it once and you write it off as a failure like there's no learning iteration from that like i think you you have to go into it with the mindset of like we will get better this is where we're starting so i i love that you shared that yeah and i think i think it's it's the same thing like you're not saying oh you know we're not on tiktok let's go on tiktok let's do one tiktok video and move on like we we're on tiktok now it, it doesn't work that way right if you it, you have to think it as a channel and if you think it as a channel it's like you have to be consistent you have to set yourself time for that now one of the things that we've seen being successful is because the most brand uh, retailers, but also founders that are on the show, but say, Hey, I'm afraid of going on camera. Uh, I don't have Chase ability to be uh, fun and, and enticing. And, and thank you. <laughs> so not everyone has that, but, but at the end of the day, um, it, it, it can be learned, right? If, if you don't want to do it, maybe you can uh, find someone within your team that has this ability. Um, but it can be learned. And, and I think what we've seen successful is finding a co-host. Like, you know, you uh, take a professional that will walk you for the first 20 episodes with you. And then, like, you get to learn the rope and, and the, the good ideas and stuff. And then you feel comfortable enough to go by yourself. And so if you're really thinking through a channel, uh, first of all, I will tell you, people that are thinking through a channel are going to be the success of tomorrow. I have no doubt about this because... People want to engage with the founder. Um, uh, we, we are 
we are getting in an era where everything is automated, uh, but more and more people want personalization. They want a relation with you. They want to know who is behind the brand. And there's no better way of doing that through a live stream. And so if you build those relationships on live stream, first of all, shopper are building also relationship with each other. And we see that on live where people start to say, answering each other, greeting each other and all that, so which is really cool in my point of view. And so you're building that community and that community is going to reward you. Uh, and, and it takes time. But it's it, it's a big payoff. Absolutely. Going back to uh, something you shared just a second ago is with building out and and obviously it's like you're not just going live. You are creating an event and you're marketing it to your community and your audience that you already have. Your old customers, may perhaps your customers that haven't bought. Like you're you're doing that, right? But you said something, and you I want to really highlight it. And this is an event marketing tactic that is now being used in the direct consumer world is you need to make sure that the event that you're marketing is unique enough and has you you were talking about a compelling offer to where I don't want to miss that. And this is where a lot of things miss the mark. I come from uh I used to do a lot of show promotions and concerts and I was in the music industry. Um uh and what we knew about concerts is your a band won't play the same city every week because it isn't an event. They have radius clauses and they have uh they have to hit it in a certain time frame to make sure that that event is unique enough to make sure that the draw of their entire audience will come out. Now, if we're going to look at that into doing a live stream event, if you're going to do a live stream every Friday at noon, the, you may not have the audience to support getting people out to actually come and support your live stream, right? So you need to make it have a little bit of scarcity behind it and be like, if you don't get to this one, you're going to have to wait a whole month, right? So you have to, there's a really good, the, the timing of it is you need to be a little more specific and making sure you have the time to market these particular events. Um, and it's a direct parallel. Like, think of most uh, bar nights that you see or events at. at uh, they usually have a cadence of like once a month or every other week, just to make it scarcity enough to where it's like they will get the people out. Yeah, and and but but I have to say though that that scarcity is obviously uh, very interesting. Now, I I want to say that you also have to think that. It's not because you're doing a live that it stops at the live, right? So you can create a conversation after the live. And first of all, it's content. So, and it's evergreen content, you know, especially if you're talking about a regular product and how and you're making a demo and, and everything. So this is content that you can reuse to your own website and, and make it uh, compelling uh, next to your product page or things like that. But what's very interesting and what we're seeing is that actually most of the sale don't happen during the live stream. They happen on the recording of the live stream. Uh, and what we see is that it's anywhere around 60% of the sales happening on, on, on the recording of it. And the reality is, first of all, uh, people are thinking like, oh, we need to do like a short form content, you know, because everyone loves short form and everything. But when you think short form and you think like uh, maybe a 10 minutes is already like something that you think is really long. But who show up at an event where your boss is not in and be on time? Like no one. I mean, I, I don't know people where you invite them and you say, hey, it's at six and then they show up at six on point, right? They will show up and they won't show up before for sure, but they'll probably show up at 610, 615, 620. So you definitely want to think about that and that shopper that, uh, so the, what we see is that you have to make your event long enough for people to tune in. Now, you know that people are going to tune in only for a short period of time, maybe six, seven, eight minutes. So you want to recycle your content through those, for that period. And then once the live is over, that live is there and people can keep tuning in. So I think in my point of view, what's very important is when you think, when you're looking at a technology and there's plenty of options out there, I'm not saying it's really the best, whatever. 
Uh, think about technology where the recording is available at the exact same spot that the live was. So people that tune in after the live, they can still shop and see that live if they miss it and still shop. And that's very important. And that's why we provide extremely is that continuity. And actually, that's where you're going to capture that, that tail of sale coming up. And it's generally a week uh, that we see sale. And after, you know, you, you don't see much sales unless they are in a product page, then it, then it, it keep on selling. Absolutely. Now, talking about uh, kind of the recycling the content through the stream, that's new to me. So, and uh, so what I'm hearing is we're doing a sale. I'm a brand. We are, we're doing a product release. And so, you know, I'm going to run through my script about the product every like five or six minutes and kind of just fill in the fodder in between. You would say is a best practice approach to running a live stream. Yeah. To do a live stream. First of all, you know, if, if you think about creating a video, a fixed video for your, for your site, like this pretty video, and you know, a two minute video will take you three hours to produce it because you want it to be perfect, right? If you go live stream, if you want to create a two minute live stream video, it's only going to take you two minutes, right? You press the button, you go live, you end is live, period. So what I was saying is that do your pitch, do whatever you have to do. And then once that's over, take snippets of that, take, the piece that you really love and then repost it like for a week, you know, like maybe there was like this huge question that you felt was really on point by that shopper and that you responded right there. So it makes very genuine, right? From your conversation, like someone asking you, Hey, why, why did you choose blue? And then you have a whole story behind it. And it's very important to you that people know that. So take that moment and then share it on social. So use that content as snippets. So people get enticed and learn about your product in a different way. Uh, that's how we say. Absolutely. So as far as like, uh, what would be a good length of time to plan to be live? Is five minutes too short? Is one hour too long? That's an awesome question. Yeah, that's it's so the, the, the length of the preparation to go live, right? So that's what you're asking. Like, my, what we feel is, is a great place. Uh, we've seen company trying to, uh, go live on a Wednesday and advertising on Monday. This is, this is, this is not working. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, having a two weeks pre, pre live is good. Uh, and you don't have to do it like you don't have to do everything every day, but you, you want to do a social post, maybe a blog. Yeah. Something that's really cool right now. Live shopping is, is a hype. And so if you're a brand and you, especially if you're from a minority or if you work with this creator that is very unique, I will encourage you to do a, pr- a press release. And every time we had that, we had press. People love to know about like, uh, and you have to have local press, but it's still, it's a new, it's another way of publishing and it's free, free publishing. So do a press release, tell that uh, you're going to go live on Tuesday and that's what you're going to fare. And then there will probably be a press that just want to show up and make a picture of you because that's the new thing that people talks about. So think about this. Think about email marketing. I encourage you to do at least two emails to pre-event, do a teaser video. Um, we have a whole, um, you know, schedule on our, on our website that we offer for free for, for people to think about those steps of how do you market your event? Absolutely. And, and now we're going live, right? We picked the time we're doing it and we're, we're going live, right? How long should we be live? My, my personal recommendation is, is a 30 minutes, uh, because you see, the, you see the peak of audience at 20, 22 minutes and then that starts to slowly decline. Uh, but, but you, you, you know that at by, by 22 minutes, that's where people are starting to tune in. So you, you want to keep them on until, until the end. And then you can 30 minutes, is my point of view, the, the best. We have seen people doing an hour. Uh, 
the, the thing is that when you go on social, like, you know, we, we enable restreaming. So if you on social and, and, and you have like a great host that is enticing people, the, the algorithm, the more you, you have people engaging on your life, the more the algo is going to show. Like, so if you do a long show and you have like a really awesome creator and that engage, then the algo is going to keep, keep on showing tomorrow. And so your audience is going to keep on growing. So my, my recommendation is like, if you shoot for a half hour, it's great. But if you feel that, uh, hey, I'm, I'm keeping up, like my audience is growing, then I will not stop. I will just push it because the algo is, it means that the algo is keep on pushing you on social. So you want to keep that on social because the way you want to think about social, social is a way where people discover you. And then some of them are going to transfer to your site. Some of them are not, but they still have heard about your brand and wants to know more about it. And maybe they didn't shop on that live, but they shop on the second line or, or on the third. Or they just start to understanding about what your product is about. So keep on with the algo. The algo will push you the more you produce. So absolutely. Now a lot of our listeners um, are, you know, we. I'm a Shopify expert here, right? It's no no uh, secret that it's my favorite platform out there. Uh, I know that you guys integrate with all the kind of big ones out there. But let's say like, uh, what kind of integrations exist for my direct to consumer platform, and and why is it useful? Yeah, so the, the way we operate uh, with Streamly is uh, we are uh, working on a private app. It's not a public app; it's a private app. So you will send you a link, and then you just accept, and then we do that. And the integration that we work with, uh, we're a little different from all the different platform you have out there because we believe that the payment should be directly on the video as opposed to a push to cart. So most most integration that you will see out there, especially on the Shopify side, people will see the video and then you have a button that brings you to the cart. Uh, what we see is that um, it's great, but then the, the those integration is it's not always helpful. Then you cannot do cross-selling. There's a lot of um, complication. And then when you embed that uh, that video onto a different website, then you're losing... Uh, you're, you're moving customer from one place to another. So with having the, the payment on the video, it all, the customer is only focusing on the video and then can make the payments and all that. So what we will do on the integration side, we will push the order directly to your system. We'll connect with your payment processor. So you still remain the, the merchant of record and everything. It's just that, uh, the, 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 the order is going to go through your system. Your order confirmation will go yours. So like, like the order was coming, it's, it's just like having a full a storefront, basically. Absolutely. So, uh, I'm going to get all that customer data. They're going to go into my, you know, my email marketing software and I can do all the stuff that I want to do. It's just allowing them to buy it in real time while watching the video. That's right. That's right. That's fantastic. Now, uh, you talked a little bit about, uh, kind of like this, almost like a playbook of how to run this. What is that? Where do I go to find that? Uh, so we have uh, a website. It's called uh, try.estreamy.com. Uh, and then we have a resource tab. And on the resource tab, there's a bunch of podcasts and uh, free uh, free eBooks and stuff that we have. And so you can uh, you can download that or you can always send me an email. Uh, happy uh, money. It's easy. It's nicholas at estreamy.com. E-S-T-R-E-A-M-L-Y.com. And I'm happy to share that that info. Absolutely. Uh, now, is there anything I didn't ask you about that you think would resonate with our audience today? That's a good question. Uh, I think the why now is important, you know, in my point of view, because uh, it, it does require some figuring out. Like, let's be honest, you know, it's like, it's not like, uh, I don't know if, the, if some of the audience have tried a podcast. It's like, as you say, Chase, it's not like you, you go in front of the mic and, and boom, you get an audience. And so it does require some figuring out. Now, thinking that 
life shopping is not going to be a thing. In my point of view, it's not thinking it the right way. Like if you look at what's going on in China, there's no one website where there's no life shopping on it. And so I think thinking now what life shopping could be for you tomorrow will prepare you to be the success tomorrow. Um, and the success is not going to come overnight. And so uh, trying an error, testing things out, trying what's what works for you, what oath works for you. How do you make this happen? You don't have to spend a lot of money. I mean, like there's there's a lot of software that will make you spend a lot of money, but, you know, just take something that make you try. Um, I think it's important because you want to get that first information, building your community. So when everyone talks about life shopping, not more about, hey, it's a thing, but it's a real thing where people see sales, like massive sales, then you're there. You're, you're already there. You establish. And for you, it's a sales channel. It's easy. And, and, and you're going to get market share this way. I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. Uh, I'm sure I'll have you back and we'll chat about this stuff. Um, for all those uh, listening, we're going to have all the links in the show notes below. Nicholas, thank you so much. Thanks. We can't thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing their knowledge and journey with us. We've got a lot to think about and potentially add into our own businesses. You can find all the links in the show notes. You can subscribe to the newsletter at honestycommerce.co to get each episode delivered right into your inbox. If you're enjoying this content, consider leaving a review on iTunes that really helps us out. Lastly, if you're a store owner looking for an amazing partner to help you get your Shopify store to the next level, reach out to Electric Eye at electriceye.io. Until next time.